Hi, you guys. Welcome to Cabernet and Keegan Allen. Hello, Cabernet and Are you a wine drinker, Keegan? I don't indulge. I enjoy people that do. Mr. Norman Buckley, director of Pretty Little Lies. Thank you for asking me. The writers and Marlene know what the final word is going to be. Absolutely. They're not making it up. Does the actor who plays A know that he or she is playing A? Uh, I can't answer that. Uh, it was worth a shot. Officer Barry Maple, Jim Titus! I am drinking Cabernet right now. So. Oh, yeah! I'm about a bottle in, so don't get me into any trouble. Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet? Hey, you guys! It's Cabernet Day! Oh, what a what a life! What a lovely day! What a lovely speaking of love! Day. Oh my God! Yeah, tell so we in an epic, never before happening situation <laughs> since Cabernet Day started, even probably before. I mean, I feel like maybe one or I mean, maybe I, I don't like, remember maybe like a delayed like fifteen twenty minutes, but like yeah. We watched the show fully like an hour and a half late. Yeah, and you know it had to be special if that was the case. So Sue, why was. did we do it? Um, our friend Antonia uh, proposed to our friend Mindy, and we've known Mindy for a very long a time. Lot. She was one of the very first comedians. I was just telling Sue that I ever met, and she's very special to me. And it was the sweetest show ever, and it was a beautiful uh, show produced by. Her girlfriend, unknowingly, Antonia, yeah. produced it for Mindy. And it was a big surprise for Mindy that was, she proposed. It was so special. Super special. I'm glad that we were invited and got to see that. And it was a really fun time. Uh, well worth. That was like the only thing that I think love is what's worth missing. I can't PLL think of for. any other thing I'd miss PLL for. And specifically yeah. only certain people's love. And Mindy yeah. and Antonia is, is one of them. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so congrats. To Mindy and Antonia. Yay! Yay! Oh, and uh, Mindy said yes. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she that accepted. Was, that was good. Uh, they they got engaged tonight, and it was really fun to watch in front of everybody. And It was great. It was a good time. So, um, but then we were like, all right, bye, love. We've got to go to Yeah, we, I didn't even see Mindy after. I didn't even congratulate her. I, I was like, deuces, we've got to watch some PLL. <laughs> my friend who's recording a documentary about stand-up com- comedy who's been filming me, who filmed the show... Uh, because I was like, this is a show that needs to be documented because it's amazing. Um, I said goodbye to Erica and then I said goodbye to Mindy and then we ran out. I feel like we were like, goodbye everybody, we've got really important things. And then everyone was like, what? And we were like, Pretty Little Liars. The funny like, part is I feel like most people were just like, oh, don't you guys have to get home to watch Pretty Little Liars? Yeah. And we're like, Yes. I feel like everyone was like, oh, of course. Yeah. Like, no. why are you still here? Be on your way. Erica's gonna come and record us one one week. Oh, what fun! Yeah, for the for her uh, show, oh, for her movie rather, documentary is what they call it. That's so fun. Um, so, anyways, that, let's get the business let's done. Do it. Let's do the business. If you're listening to this podcast, you should subscribe on iPad. That was a nice little like <laughs> like stinger. I tried. Music break. Yeah, I like um, that. Guys, I've been drinking so much. Um, you should subscribe on Stitcher, Podbean, and iTunes. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, we'd really love if you subscribe. Um, if you feel feelings about this podcast, and if you would like to see us succeed, please give us 
a rating, all the stars count, any star that you feel necessary. Honestly, even if you hate us and you give us one star, yeah. it'll still, like, get Cr- eyes on us. Constructive criticism so you, is, you, like, <laughs> what makes the world go round. That's true. I was going to phrase it more as, like, it's lose-lose for you if you hate us, because just by rating us, it bumps us up. So, yeah. sorry, suckers. No, please. Yeah, Constructive, we like bump. everything. Um... Uh, speaking of bump, we don't do cocaine, but we do do wine. Oh, shit. Um, and we are drinking, what are our, all right, so first of all. This is, like, big. We're drinking Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Claret. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's amazing. We love it. That's one of my newer favorites. This is a favorite, but we strayed from our favorite gato. What was it called? Should I get out of the garbage? Yeah. Okay, so let's stall for a minute. Explain what we usually I'm going to vamp. All right, so you guys know that we're always like Gato Negro, Cabernet Sauvignon. Never get the mix because it's the worst thing you've oh, ever the had. The mix is some The bullshit. Cabernet Merlot is the worst thing that you'll ever put in your mouth. You will like, you'll want to murder your face. If you get the Carmenere. C-A-R-M-E-N-E with a little yeah. accent, R-E. It's a purple um, cap. It is so lovely. This is my first time when I got it on a whim because they were out of Cab Sauv and, and I was, was like... A, that was a daring move. It was That was very so, bold. It was... I, I didn't know what to expect. I was like, I believe I got an extra bottle past what I had intended just to take the place of this one, should it go south. Yeah. And I was not disappointed. It tastes very it's similar lovely. to the Kapsov. It's like a nice yeah, little diversion. it has a nice finish. It was lovely. Um, but I have to say, though, if um, I feel like Coppola wines are making their way around the country, especially oh, if you've got, like... A good standby. And, it's nice for and a they're gift. Lovely. I like to get the one that we're drinking now, which is like Sue said, the Claret. I, I, this is my go-to as a gift because it's like a twenty dollar, which is just like a nice, like you easy. give it to people from Clarion. I give it I feel for like the Claret. Claret for the Clarion. <laughs> I, that I is like it. a perfume ad waiting to happen. It does feel very like exactly like they dovetail nicely. No, I just give it. I feel like it's uh, nice because it's a a nice label and they give a nice little like gold mesh on it, which makes yeah. it feel fancy and it's very delicious. Or like a Madonna backup yeah, dancer. Exactly, and I just think you know it's a nice. I mean, you know, if someone really like did me right, of course I'm gonna go higher than the 19.99. But I feel like it's a nice price point. We're just like, hey, you did something yeah. like kind of cool and fun for me. I just want to do something like cute and fun for you. Their Here's Cabernet Sauvignon, the Coppola Cabernet Sauvignon, is also one of my favorites. Oh, that's a good one. Too. It's a white label. It's just one of the most lovely wines that you'll ever have. It's really velvety. It's lovely. And they have a good Zinfandel too. Yeah, I mean, I really, I applaud. I wouldn't get the Sofia Coppola champagne in a can. Interesting. Um, Surprise. Horrible. <laughs> taste. I'm shocked. Taste. Spoiler alert. Tune out now if you bought a case of it. <laughs> is what I would I would call it. Um, but uh, we have a lot of business to get through. We have a lot of business. I'll, I'm just going to roll through it very quick. But I want to do some of it because, I mean, we Let's just, give the shout-outs where well, shout-outs are deserved. I want to give the shout-outs. And we had so many fun ones. I feel like we had a particularly, like, really fun... Um, interaction shout out week this week. I agree. 
And so, obviously, I mean, you guys are the reason we do the show, and we love you. So, thank you for listening. So, where do we start? We had two fun reviews. Where do we go now? We had um, a Don't Sing Too Much More. I don't want to pay for that (laughs) song for this episode. So, um, two fun and cute reviews. Jen2552 said um, that she listens to the end all the time. And, you know, so thank you very much, Jen. We love you for that review. And then also Sandy198128. I hope that's not your social. Okay, it's three letter. It's three numbers short or two numbers short. Jesus, be careful with your identity, Sandy. Um, she also had a very nice review for us. So thank you, ladies, so much. That, that means a lot to us. Um, and then also, I just want to kind of rattle off a few fun Twitter interactions we had. Go for At, it. Um, Callan Kais, C-A-L-I-N-K-I-E-S-D, said, uh, or she was the one that made us this really fun meme with, because last week we were doing the more you know, and oh, she was the one who God. tweeted the fucking fun meme. And I was especially happy that she chose a headshot of me from like 30 pounds ago and I was like thank you I like that I remember when my jawline was awesome yeah it was very fun it was the nicest that was really cute I'm probably gonna make that my cover photo it Um, like made my day so my cover photo is now boasting my uh other show but my my QED show. Right, right, the but, QED show, yeah. But whenever I don't have to plug that, I'm going to do the more you know. It I think maybe good. I'll make that my Facebook cover photo because it's just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I was like so delighted. And I just also like that we are the more you know kind of spokespeople. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't really what people should think of when you're looking for logical reason and wonderful guidance. Chelsea and Sue is where you should turn. I don't know if NBC and the More You Know campaign would be uh, as enthusiastic to know that people are driving towards us, but I embrace it personally, yeah. and they don't I have to know okay. about it. They don't have to know about it. Um, also, we were talking last week about how Hannah called her Australian fiance's father Pappy. Oh, yeah. And both Dana and Kelly, Debrit289, uh, and Kelly with a two L's, I-E-F-L-O-R-Y, both said that no one fucking says Pappy and they're Australian. So there you go. The more you know, no one fucking says Pappy and we still are not to the bottom of why <laughs> that uh, nickname was used. Also... We had a couple of little weigh-ins because last week we talked about how Chris Lambert, friend of the podcast, we had the Sheets Wawa Challenge a few weeks back, and then um, yes. Eva, superfan Eva, uh, emailed us and said that oh she God. saw the Quick Stop, and because uh, the, the Quick Stop was no, number two, town, like, town. in the world, and, um, oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, well, she said that, okay, I'm sorry, you're right, you're, you're right. right, it was the town pump, you're, you're right, you're right, but then we're talking about that Quick Stop was, like, number two in the country, and we're like, where the fuck is Quick Stop? So, Amanda... Amanda, M-A-R-E-I-G-H, said that the Quick Stop is in many country songs, so maybe it's in the South, and then oh. Steffi Trash, Steffi with a Y, and then Trash, said that, um, well, at least my note just says her handle, Steffi Trash, and then California, exclamation mark, so I assume that when I wrote that, it meant that she weighed in that they're in California. Yeah, there are. Quick right? Stops okay. California. That makes sense. Like that I've makes sense. So thank you guys for getting us up to speed on that. We appreciate it. Also, um, at so underscore hood, S-E-W underscore hood, said that blue bottle coffee is a thing. Because remember last week, yes. Hannah was like, All right. blue bottle I'm coffee. So and we're like, what the fuck? All right. So Here's blue bottle coffee thing. is a thing, I guess. It is. And I was actually sent a bunch of blue bottle coffee from one of my vendors. No way. And I have blue bottle coffee. And here's the reason why I didn't connect it. 
It was the weakest coffee I've ever had. Oh, so you're not a fan. No, it is like, spicy. it is like easy on a spicy. Sunday morning coffee. Wow. Like, I never use it, like, lot like, Lacalam is, like, the best, of like, course. jet fuel coffee. Blue it's, Bottle's, like, if you need a, a siesta. Well, it's just, just, like, like relax you. It's just, like, a mellow coffee. Interesting. I don't feel, and maybe I'm just not doing it right, and then, I forget if the person that you shouted out was the same one, but someone was like, oh, no, it's in, it's around the fashion district of, I like, was gonna I feel like it was, like, Chelsea, are. Greenwich kind of thing. Interesting. Like, I feel like someone was saying, like, I want to, I was picturing Little, Little West 12th Street, but I feel like that wasn't as specific as they were going. Interesting. But I feel like it was near, like, Diana von Fersenberg's, yeah, like, yeah, like that studio, area. that, like, kind of area. I feel you. Which could be, and maybe it, they do have a stronger thing, but I would just say that, like, it's maybe smart in the sense of what Hannah's doing, but I wouldn't say that's, like... If you're, like, a coffee the person. everyday coffee person. Got like, you. Let's all just admit that Starbucks is the highest octane. You're always going to pick. Let's just admit. I will never deny it. I fucking had Starbucks and a brownie for dinner. Um, we also are up to over 83,000 oh downloads with only 61 episodes. We're on the heels of 100,000. I just want to hug everyone. I want to, like, it's, I want to invite everyone over for Blue Bottle Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you guys realize that, like, every download is, like, an unfulfilled hug of our childhood? Yeah. <laughs> like, this it, like, is the fills, best thing ever. Yeah, it's like a podcast-shaped hole in our souls. It just I'm fills just, it. I can't thank you guys enough for enjoying as much as we enjoy. And every person that writes in and says, you guys are what I've been looking for. I've been sitting here watching it by myself, and I'm sitting there, like, listening and nodding to you and... Like, I, someone said that they, like, listen to us twice. They don't just oh, yeah. listen to the end, but they listen to it. Like, just, like, all of that is so wonderful. Oh, Thank you, guys. I know. It's just, like, beyond anything we ever dreamed when we first drunk podcasted. And and we're still drunk podcasting. No, oh, we're very still drunk podcasting. <laughs> the last, like, very quickly, um, uh, Kate and Shannon... Uh, at K Barilla, K B A R I L L A. Hi, Kate. And hi, Shannon uh, Smith, Shannon C. Uh, said that they have answering machines. Because uh, last week yeah. we were like, who the fuck's up? And they felt really bad and that they, they said, like, um, guys, we do. You know what? If it's do good you. enough for my mom, it's good enough for you guys. It's do great. you. Yeah. Live yeah. your life. Live your best life with your Don't ever be machine. ashamed of your answering machine or the. There's it's so many archaic things that I do pitch. that, like, I'm sure no one else does. I mean, I do my own nails, guys. Uh, it's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. It is wild that you do your own nails. I feel like no one does their nails as much as I do. But if you do, um, let's be friends. Yeah, you guys should um, be friends. And then, so... finally, really quickly, the sweetest of A ships me and Kelly Noonan. That was uh, lovely. Sweetest of A, a good friend of ours, and then our good internet friend of ours. She's like, bitch, you don't know me. I feel mm-hmm. like I know you. Yeah. But, and then also, uh, one of our oldest uh, fans, not oldest in age, but oldest in, like, I feel like one of the first people we really yeah. was e- or emailing with for a long time, Trish V. Hello, Trish. Hey, Trish. Um, she emailed with an interesting theory this morning and said, 
uh, girl, what do you think if the girl going into the church in the first episode was not actually Charlotte? And maybe the reason that Byron was saying to Ezra, I just want to talk about what you think you saw, is because Ezra is trying to protect Arya, and maybe, maybe like Ezra thinks he saw Arya do something. Or Byron, oh. Byron thinks, okay, listen, I'm very drunk, so Trisha's like, Chelsea, you're explaining it wrong, but what I think, and what I'm trying to remember in the notes I made was that, basically she was saying, what if Ezra um, thinks that he saw Arya do something, and Byron's trying to protect Arya, and all plays into, like, Arya have a, a split personality, and maybe... Or a the, twin. Or a twin. And I was like, obviously I love an Arya split personality <laughs> slash twin theory. I know, so I just had to shout that out because she emailed this afternoon, and obviously a lot, so I've been emailing with a lot of you, and we love you all. Woo! Okay, so now that it's... of emails and wonderful... We've had a lot. And I have to um, apologize. Someone just wrote that they followed us on Facebook, and we don't post a ton on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a... Uh, and that, that is totally my bad because I do Facebook for a living and it is so tedious. But, like, if you guys ever want to write in to Facebook or message us and be like, this is what I want to see from your Facebook. Like, if there's behind-the-scenes photos or if you want us to Facebook live broadcast, like, any sort Which of ideas. We still ideas, have to do the live episode. We're yeah, gonna we're going to do, do that. Do That's going to happen. I promise. we got to But it um, if there's anything that you would like from our Facebook page, just let us know. Um, but I, I do mean to keep it up. I am very sorry. I literally, I've counted them. I run 30 Facebook pages. Holy shit. Um, so that is why we don't get as much love as we would want to on that one. But, um, I don't want to discount the Facebook fans and we've gotten a bunch of new ones. So I want to say thank you very much for following us. There is going to be fun content on there, exclusive Facebook content. But um, just let us know what you want, and I'll program it out. Uh, there's going to be really fun stuff. And I'm going to be doing Chelsea's podcast soon. Oh, yes, very soon. So, so do you want to plug your side podcast? Sure. So I do another podcast. It's called Call Us Crazy. Um, and I'll tweet about it, actually, but it's part of a great podcast network called The Atlantic Transmission. We have a great producer, Keith, who runs that and a lot of other, other podcasts. So, yeah, Sue's so going to record this weekend, but it'll probably be out not for, like, a month from now, because we yeah. always, like, record ahead of time, but I'll definitely tweet you but guys But you guys should out. just subscribe so you get them anyway. Yeah, it's a really fun podcast. Thank really you. great cause. Thank you. So, um, support that. Normalizing uh, mental health, so we love it. Thank you. For All show. right, so let's dive so in. So let's dive in. 20 minutes it's in, but uh, we love you guys. Yeah. So go ahead, kick it off, Sue. What do we got? A lot right. happening this week. My first. So time. we open on um, Caleb. I mean, not Caleb. Byron pulling a Caleb. Lesser Low pulling a Caleb. So Lesser Low is sitting in the dark when Arya gets in. She gets a text on the new text formatting that we do not like. Ugh. Got like Awful. guys. If you don't have DVR. How are you even catching these messages? I feel like I would stab someone if they walked into the room. No, I'm fairly literate and I have a hard time like keeping up. Yeah, I feel like I read fairly quickly yeah. and that is very difficult. So any hoodle, she's like, oh, I don't know about my dad. BT Dubs just got in. Bye. And then flips the switch and Byron's sitting there like, oh, hey. 
gonna tell you something. Which was so fucking weird. Like, it was, I feel like it was a parody of itself. He's like, oh, hello. Can we talk? Like, I was like, what? What is happening? But it was literally like when Caleb was sitting in the dark when Azura brought Mike to the the cabin. cabin And the lights are on. And and he was just like, didn't want to scare you. Like, I didn't think you would come in if you saw me sitting here. So like, I was just like, is Byron reading the Caleb handbook? He's just like, okay, sit in the dark. Maybe that's why... (laughs) We find out that Ella took him back because he's been reading the Caleb Good Boyfriend Handbook. I don't get this. I was seriously up until the point that we saw that very modern engagement ring. Oh, it on was like Ella's finger. Tiffany's. Um, did I? I was just like, it's got to be Ashley. It's got to be Ashley. Nope, it is Ella. So and yeah, it's so weird that they're like, Arya, how do you feel? It was like weird. It was very strange, and obviously last week, if you tuned in, you know, Sue made the prediction that the secret that Byron had was that Ashley, uh, Merritt, and Lester Lowe were hooking up, and I 150% co-signed that, and I I was shocked that the reveal was that Byron and Ella were back together, because I know that was, like, a big fan speculation, and I was, like, scoffing at it. I was like, Psh, these no. guys, they don't know that it's actually Ashley, and then when that was a reveal, I was... I was very surprised, but also I felt like, and then, like you said, it was strange that they were like, are you okay with this? Oh, oh, am I, am I okay that my parents are just getting married again? Uh, uh, yeah, they were acting like it was so fucking shocking. I like, mean, what? I am a friend whose parents divorced when she was very little, and then they got back together. And it was a little weird for her, because... She'd kind of always heard, like, oh, we didn't have a good marriage. Fair and enough, then fair enough. They fair got enough. back. But, like, at this point, Ara is an adult. Like, yeah, like, it's kind of like, oh, we decided to get back together. Yeah. You know how it is. Right. You probably fucked Azra. Right. <laughs> but when she brought up the Radley, they were like, Bleh. and, like, Byron was like, let me just lift up the rug so we can sweep this under. Right. Which makes me think. He might have been banging Ashley. Yeah, I feel like something I else s- is going on. I still don't feel I think like Byron I don't has think other they secrets. met at the Radley. I, I, there's just more. Yeah, I think Byron has other secrets. I think they're trying to make it seem like that was a secret, but there's other secrets. Yeah. It didn't feel like there was a full telling of that tale. I agree. Um. Then... Allie... So my next note is, Allie's dress looked like my plus-size prom dress. Oh, no. Allie. Um, and that was in the um, beginning where they went, shh, because it definitely looked like my plus-size prom dress. Oh, in dress. the opening? Yeah. So um, let's go back to prom where it was a size 22, and I had, like, the ugliest dress. It was black with, like, white lace flowers over it. And when they, like, panned over Allie, that's when I realized it was, like, I just, guys, can we all just rally around the fact that, like, Allie's wardrobe makes her look like she's shopping at a maternity shop? Yeah, I mean, I think they're just not dressing her the best. It's, like... I get it that she, like, 
fine. She's a real size. I love her size. I think she's a very beautiful girl. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But, like, whoever is furnishing her is, like... You're either a size zero or you're a mommy to be. Oh, that's a really like, good that's point. That's how I that's feel. That's a really good point. Oh my god, Sue, you like cracked it wide open. That's such a good point because we've always been like, why are they dressing her with? But that's such a good way to contextualize it. Is like we have these girls that are zero and gorgeous, and then we have Allie who's just more than a size zero, and I don't, and I don't know what to do, and I'm going to put her in maternity work. You're so right. That's like, exactly what's happening. It just feels like they don't know how to fit a like, normal size person. girl. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing that's, like, upsetting to watch is that, like, at one point, I, like, hit Chelsea. I hit Chelsea a lot while yeah. we were watching this. It's fair. It's out of um, She hits me But it's just, me. like, look at this, look at this, look at this kind of hitting where I'm just, like... Why does she look like she is expecting? Yeah, yeah. And I I know what it's like to be, like, trust me, like, I was plus size at a time where there was, like, no trendy hot plus size. This was, like, yeah. before Lane Bryant was a thing, like, nationally. And it was super hard to find anything that looked nice that was above a size 14. There was nothing. And, like, I get that it's hard to find that. But now we're in an age where I feel like Melissa McCarthy's line is gorgeous. There's so many gorgeous plus-size lines that I'm just like, I don't understand why there's somebody who's probably a size 8. Oh, my God. So you remember That is not being fitted correctly. I was going to say that. I was going to literally say exactly what you said. I was going to say two things. Number one... We're talking about her like she's whatever size. She's probably, if you were face-to-face with her, she's probably a size 8. Yeah. She's probably, you know what I mean? And, like, number two, have you ever, I don't think I've seen Allie in pants in, like, two seasons. And can you imagine how fucking hot she'd look if she was in, like, a tight little pants and, like, a cute little thing? Or, like, a peplum she shirt would over look pants. So she would look banging. fucking gorgeous. And I feel like they always put her in these weird, like... Yeah dress situations and I'm like uh, she would look so hot if she was in like a little like tight like a leg but they're also leg putting like, oh her God. in skirts that are not fit in like flared in no waist okay I relate to Allie because I have no waist I'm like box shaped and like I'm not a stick and I have no waist and even if I weighed 100 pounds I wouldn't have a waist that's just my body type so mm-hmm. I specifically will like wear things if I'm trying to look whatever way of like with a cinched or with you mm-hmm. know what I mean and that's like and I feel like we have very similar body types where like they're just not acknowledging her body type yeah and it's just upsetting because I feel like the other girls I mean God Ashley Marin I almost wanted to fuck Ashley Marin. She tonight. looks better than I've ever looked if I was like twenty three years old. Like she, Ashley <laughs> Marin made me want to eat nothing but carrot sticks. <laughs> she looked so amazing, but and like, why can't you make Allie look like that when I think that she's got a beautiful body underneath there? Definitely, but you're, she definitely you're does. fucking dressing her like she's Keenan. <laughs> like from SNL, yeah. like what's Keenan's last name? I can't. Why am I Keenan blanking? Thompson. Yeah, is she like? Why are you dressing her like Keenan Thompson? Like you're dressing her like the high waisted pleated skirt 
is not a good look on any woman. No. No. Especially a woman that has curves. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, like, that's the thing that upsets me while watching it is that, like, we're looking at a woman who's a size 8 who's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And... It's reading on TV like, like she's... She is in a Homer wear. Simpson's moo-moo. Yeah, exactly. Maternity wear. Like, and the thing is, is it makes... It fucks with my head because I'm like, are we supposed to believe that Allie... Is preggers, Ellie's had a baby and has a weird body thing. Like, or is it, and what I think is really happening is it's just somebody who doesn't understand how to dress people. Oh, Bubba says zero, yeah. Because she's a phenomenal actress, deserves this role, should be in this role, is fantastic. Why are we not seeing her dress like a real human? Yeah, exactly. I agree. Because I I feel like if I was Allie, I would walk on the set. And, like, it makes me want to be like, what are you fucking taking? And you're like, this is a good outfit. Yeah, why is it? I'm going to go on screen like that. I'm looking at the dailies. I'm totally cool with this look. I agree. Like, why isn't she sort of like. Isn't her fiance like Justin Bieber's ex stylist? Oh, maybe. Is that for real? I don't know. I I feel like he worked with Bieber's in styling. Guys, so like, guys, listen, tweet us about Allie. <laughs> let's, like, it was it was an upset, like, we really sidetracked, but let's all talk about it. No, but it's very, I'm always here to talk about body image. Um, the next one I have is that um, Spencer was saying, I believe it was a Spencer and Caleb scene, and Spencer mm-hmm. was saying to Caleb, like, they are talking about how, you know, they're getting these texts, and Caleb's like, we should go to the police. And Spencer's like, listen, Caleb, we don't know, like, that this is an A. I feel like they're changing the rules. And I'm like, but bitch, it's still fucking someone texting you threatening. But, like, we, this is semantics at this point, Spencer. Like, it's still somebody texting you threatening things. It doesn't matter if it's not A. Go to the goddamn police. Like, what the fuck? Also, what was she wearing in that scene? It was like a cutout, like, nighty. It was like a yeah. cutout lace nighty. That was, I was very, like, no, like, BDSM. Like, Woo. it was a... I mean, do you, but I literally don't know anybody also, on a let's Tuesday. Not forget, I re-listened to our last podcast, and uh, we mentioned, uh, you and Kelly mentioned that uh, Spencer was like, um, we're not going to do that again, me and Caleb, to oh, yeah. Hannah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't remember that. And then I rewatched it, and I was like, oh my god. That was clear as day. Yeah. And, like, you and totally did it again, Spencer. Yeah. Oops. You fuck Caleb again. And it was the Oops. hottest thing ever. You fuck Caleb again. There's, their kissing is just super sexy. There was a super sexy, sexy, lots of sexy spade dumb. Also, just since you said that, we've this whole episode is mostly sidebar, but can I just say... Last week, we talked about opening up the sex vault, me and Kelly, oh, yeah. and dipping into each other's sex vaults. Guys. And can I tell you, Sue, but this Spicy is so, it was so fucking funny and well-timed. I literally want to, like, text this person tomorrow and be like, and just tell him the whole story because he would, he would think it was hilarious. But, like, someone that Kelly used to sleep with, who we also know, a comedian. Oh. I'll call him. He has initials M and M. Oh, but so I know this candy. He po- and like he's also one of my dearest friends. Yeah, he's a good and guy. And like 
he posted on Facebook, ladies, just so you know, I feel like the girl I'm seeing right now is going to become my girlfriend. So get in right now if you want to... <laughs> You want to have sex? Oh, otherwise, shit. otherwise I'll talk to you in eight months. And because it's like so sensitive, and Kelly texted me the screenshot, and she's like, "Sex while closing." And I was like <laughs> crying, laughing at work. I'm just like, I was crying, laughing, and I was like, because he's also the type of person that like I could call him at that moment and be like, "This is the backstory." I just want to oh, take so that moment where like Indiana Jones is like sliding under the door and like superimpose your face on it. Just be like. <laughs> but it was appropriate. It is a big pet peeve of mine when you don't. Like, I love Downton Abbey in the way that I love doing something on a regular basis that is like, it's like going to that exercise class that you enjoy every week. You don't really want to go there. (laughs) But once you're there, you're like, oh, this is fun. This feels good. Um, like that. that is how Downton Abbey is to me. Because I'm always just like, I don't know if I'm going to really enjoy it. And then afterwards, I'm just like, oh my god, that was the best hour. And Laura Linney introduced and said goodbye to me. This is the best thing ever. I love that. Um, so that was an issue. Um, Hannah's boss is John Ritter's wife. Oh, yeah. That's Amy Asbeck. That was amazing. Fun fact, they met on the Cosby show. That is so, a fun fact. They played a couple anxious about having their baby because Bill Cosby on the Cosby show played a obstetrician. And so it's a really great classic episode that you'll probably never see anywhere because Bill Cosby yeah, watches the Cosby serial rapist. <laughs> rapist. But um, maybe on SVU. But oh. um Sorry, too sad. But Amy Esbeck, just, like, so great to see her. And I was sad to see, like, I, like, looked up on IMDb to see if I was right. And this is the last time we'll see her. And I get it because Hannah later on has an amazing telling off moment with her. But um, I was just sad because I love Amy Esbeck. And I was so happy to see her. And, like, let's all just get her on more stuff because... Her acting is so genius. She is so good at playing a cold, frigid bitch, which I don't think she is at all in real life. No, but she's good. Because John Renner, by all accounts, has always been thought of and touted as an amazing person. I think she is as well. Um, So, they were only married four years. That's it? Before he died? Oh, wow. They had dated for years, but I think there was like... Maybe I read that IMDb. kids with someone else? Maybe I read the IMDb wrong, yeah, but I don't right. think I don't think like that his sons who are actors. So that's their mom. That's I, not I their don't mom. think they're that's I don't think Amy aspects their mom. It's their mom. That makes sense. But I do think they might have had 
a kid together. Interesting. But either way, um, either way, Amy Asbeck was, was also uh, the crazy sister on Wings, so that's oh, how I met her. Interesting. Um, Any hoodle, well, I thought that Hannah was great at dealing with her bitchy boss. Yeah. Oh my god, when she fucking walked out, I was like, I literally stood up and clapped, and I clapped the whole way through the cuts. It was so great, and I mean, I think, or Sue, I'm sure you would agree with me. I think you would agree with me. Like, we're both in demanding careers that like you have to put I mean I'm definitely the first person to be like you gotta put yourself out there when you're first like clawing your way into a job right like you have to be willing to like go above and beyond and you have to be gracious and you have to yes and your boss to a point but then when I watch stuff like that it's just like I can't because I, I have such a visceral reaction because it's like things that we've both lived. I'm sure just oh my god, you know, and you yeah. look back and you're like, especially both of us are such people pleasers. It's like, well, you do have to yes and, and you do have to like go above and beyond. But there's also that line where you just like. So I felt like it was such a cathartic thing, like watching Hannah be like, "Fuck off." It was just like, yes, like don't ever. There's like a line. There's and a line that, that you just just being like when she was like. I've had bitches way worse than you. Give me oh. orders. Oh, that was amazing. And I'm not going to take that was amazing. it. Was everything. That was amazing. That was just so good because she's like, bitch, I got like, I was in a greenhouse and the ceiling card. I got hit by a fucking car, bitch. Come at me. Come but at me. I do also hear the Amy Aspect character of the boss being like, wasn't it a five-year plan that you were born? Like, doing like didn't you think you were going to accelerate like that is something that is difficult when working with millennials and I was also guilty of this and my friend and I were just talking about this like when we were 22 we were like oh you're only giving me like a 20 like a raise well that only accounts to like 20 extra dollars a paycheck that's nothing and like now as real adults, we're like, oh my god, 20 extra dollars a paycheck. That's like, everything. so amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. Totally. That means I can get an extra takeout this totally. week. Like, totally. It's just, I mean, I remember in 2003 sitting across from my boss and being like, well, what the salary that I think I should get when I graduate is 60000 because I figured that will cover rent and expenses for the whole year. And, like, she was just like, bitch, I don't even get 60000 right, right, I am right. five years older than you. Like, right. what the fuck are you fuck talking off. about? Right. And now I look at it and I'm like, oh, my God, she's so right. Yeah. There's no way that I should have gotten that much. Totally. And I didn't have enough. And I, um, I've seen it in previous jobs as well, like, where there are people who are just like, oh, I should be promoted, and you're like, you have five minutes of experience, and while you've done a great job with those five minutes, you need to you pay can't. your dues, you need to you learn can't. a little. Like, you don't know everything, you haven't encountered enough. Exactly. You're doing great encountering what you've done, but you I You need to s- just, like, have patience and wait for your... Absolutely. Learn a little more. Learn a little more. But what Hannah did was right because you shouldn't be treated like... You yes. shouldn't hold out your hand and have someone spit in it. She wasn't asking, like, do your job the best you can do it. She was literally like, let me spit gum in your hand. Yeah. And so, like, that's not something you should yes and. And 
I think it was really good for Hannah overall to be like, I'm not going to take your shit. Yeah. I've taken so many people's shit. There's a difference between, I'm just like, going to learn from it. And I think that's what's, like, a common theme of the season that we've talked about is, like, they're taking the horrible shit that they went through. And they're learning from it. Yeah. And we're seeing some really nice changes from that. Absolutely. So the moral is, do your job and... Uh, to 150%, but don't let someone spit gum in your hand. Yeah. Next. Emily is hormonal. We get it. <laughs> that yeah. was my note. I, I just, I hate when people blame decisions on hormones. And I, I agree. get it. But, like, I feel like Emily was just like, oh, that was hormones. And that was hormones. That was hormones. And she was basically acting like a normal person. So yeah. So it sort of just perpetuated a stereotype. You're like, hey, we get it. It just disappointed me because I feel like... Yeah, I agree. I get... I do totally understand that women... Of course. Get hormonal and of we course. think crazy thoughts. But of I course. feel like... Being like, I had a normal thought and called it hormones is like, don't perpetuate the Exactly. Like, I just wish that she was like, I had a heightened response to this issue. That is an issue. Yeah. Because of my hormones. Would have right. been better. Like, and I think the reason why I wanted that is because this show is pretty good at showing a modern light on women and their relationships and their life. And it just felt kind of like I Love Lucy age taking it back. Like, just being like, oh, it was my hormones. That's why I thought that thing. I could never think that thing if it wasn't for the fact that my estrogen's kicking in. If I had a penis, I'd be much more realistic. (laughs) Like, that kind of shit is just, it just sets us all back. Totally. That was a sad point. Totally, I'm with you. Um, Hannah and her banging mom body, Ashley, <laughs> hiding the drive. Oh, so, yeah, so they hit the hard drive with all the RS shit on it. It was a great confrontation. Yeah. Because Hannah was like, hey, mom, if I ask you something, are you not going to lie? Because right, right. I don't know your tell, and you know mine. Right, right. But then she stayed after and found the drive. Yeah. Wait, did I look away for too long? Did we see where she found it? Because she turned the house upside down. I don't... And I don't think we saw it. And then all of a sudden, Caleb was just, like, tearing it apart. I don't remember her finding it. But that could be just, like, a blackout moment. Got it. Like a brownout. Yeah, a brownout. Because I remember so much of it, but I don't remember that moment. I'm, like, with you. I'm right there with you. Okay, okay, okay. Um, My next note is Dr. Rollins is... The head looks like a pencil. The Melbourne of men. Yeah. He is just... Guys, everyone take a nap, because we just mentioned Dr. Rollins. Yeah, Instead I, of a drinking that, game, anytime someone mentions Dr. Rollins, a napping take game. a ten-minute nap. Um, I just did. The, I like that they called uh, the big bad evil emoji. Oh, yeah, that was During fun. the Spencer, Spencer lunch debacle. Spencer was like... I thought I was meeting Gil. Yeah, Spencer had a weird thing where she was, like, meeting Gil, and then it was, like, Yvonne, who we hate, and then she found a phone, and it was all, like, oops. It was just a whole thing. 
It was a whole thing with Yvonne that nobody really cared about. Yeah, I fucking hate Yvonne. Um, then I wrote, Allie can't walk in heels. Why are they putting her in these heels? Oh, really? It was really awkward. It was like somebody filming me in heels. <laughs> like, sure, I can walk in them. It's not a graceful moment. Sure. Oh, sure. Oh, I... Sure. I'm a firm believer in not wearing heels because I don't think it's sexy for me to say, oh, I, this really hurts. I just want to sit down. Can I sit down now? Um, I don't think my ass looks any better when I'm wearing them and saying all that. I'm a little turned on right now. <laughs> you. Shower and Allie had a weird heart to heart. It was uncomfortable. Yes. Shower like showed up in fucking like pseudo A gear and then had a weird heart to heart with Allie where she was all like, I just want to like complete this Charlotte circle of like knowing who she It's like, can both of you just like Felicia out of here? I also wrote that we should start calling uh, her Shocker Harvey <laughs> instead of Shower Harvey. Because her hands got shocked. Oh, yeah. Shocker And you do the shocker with your hands. So, shocker Harvey. I like it. Um, But, yeah, it was a super weird, like, it was almost like a piss off. Have you ever had that thing with a friend where you're like, you don't know that friend as well as I know that friend? Sure, sure. I felt like it was one of those where it was like, I've known that friend better than you know. Like, that friend has shat in front of me. No, well, that friend has best thrown friend. up at me. No, like I'm her best friend. It yeah. was literally one of those moments where it was like, contest. why can't you both know that person yeah. in different ways? That's so true. Um, and that was what it felt like. And Shower was, like, oddly happy when Ellie, like, teetered out. Yeah. And Allie, like, abruptly was just, like, didn't say good day, didn't do anything, was just kind of like, and my trapper keeper is closed by Felicia walking out. Right. There, it was a weird, weird moment. Um, then we cut back to Spencer at the restaurant with Yvonne, and she grabs the noob's phone because she left it there. Which, do we think that Yvonne left her phone on purpose? I think, yeah. I think she did. But then I was a little bit confused as to why. So Yvonne left her phone, but then Hannah came to collect it. She's working for Yvonne, and and she and Mona was wearing, like, three statement necklaces at once. <laughs> and it was very confusing. But is that, like, why Mona showed up? Because she was working for Yvonne? I was confused with that. I think so. I think she just kind of like hand over the phone. I'm working there. Got it. There's a fun uh, dream sequence that Emily had when she's donating. So Emily donated her eggs, and then we egg donation episode where you bring your former lesbian lover. Sure, totally normal. It's like very normal. And then you know we assume. I think that you know she had a dream sequence that Sarah Harvey attacked her. I don't think Sarah Harvey really attacked her. Although, when she came, she woke up from the dream sequence, Allie, of course, comes rushing the fuck in, like the cunt that she is. And (laughs) she was like, and Emily's like, did you see her? Did you see the Sarah Harvey nurse with the mask? And Allie's like, no, boo-boo, no one was in here. (laughs) I mean, I was in here. Oh, I bet you were, Allie. 
Oh, I bet you were in there being the person that Emily dreamed with Sarah Harvey because you're fucking A. Just Allie. And then Emily's eggs have no home. So Either that's sad. Allie or Shocker Harvey have Emily's eggs. You think so? That's what I think this is going to pan out All for. Right. And like, Emily. What are you doing? Like, sure, let me just give up my eggs, even though there's a crazy person sure. after me. Like, uh, the eggs are definitely gonna run. Emily, up look back time. on the fucking textbook of your life and right. think this right. through. Look at your life. Look at your choices. Yeah, like look at for your life. Look at your choices. Um, Emily, let's see. God damn it, these guys that aren't having sex with me keep looking at my Snapchats. Don't look at my Snapchats unless we're going to have sex. I mean, this is not going out to all fans. This is like just guys that I went on several dates with and we became social media friends and then they fell off. But you're still looking at my Snapchats? Which I guess is fine, but I feel like... I would have preferred we like had sex a couple times instead well, of just really now get like my me, Snapchat soccer. If you want to be my lover, you got to do more than just watch my snaps. Yeah, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with more than just my snaps. Okay, you got to get with my snatch. Make it is too easy. We edited it. That's out the way. All right. Um. Any Um. So the couple that. Wanted Emily's eggs backed out, but while that was happening, Team Sparia joined I forces again. Fucking love Sparia. Um, it was great to see that, but it was also like, I get why they teased it, but it was such a good moment that I wish I had seen it when it happened. Yeah, I think it was smart in the promo department to use that. As the lure, and I didn't expect Arya to do it too. And I'm glad she did, although we didn't really see her like hop over. You're talking about how we found like the crazy, so they broke into Sarah Harvey's room and they found like a hole in the wall and a crazy fucking ladder. But we, but like them going over, like, so oh. Spencer goes over, like, so Arya has a st- selfie stick, which I wrote so. Ari gets a selfie stick. Spencer's giving her shade. Aria's like, it was the company Christmas party gift. Right. Which I wanted to open to you because we both worked for companies who have been known to give a crazy present or two. Sure, sure. What's the best corporate gift that you've ever got? Oh, what a fun question. I wish I had a more fun answer. I mean, I feel like I've only... The only things that are coming to mind right now are the typical, like, sweatshirts, things, wearable things. Do you have, like, a sweatshirt okay. that you love more than others? I or? have, you know what, one of the ones that's coming to mind, which isn't quite that crazy, but one of the ones I love when I was working on Watch What Happens Live, and I got Mazel and Jack called shot glasses, oh, which we've used. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was very fun. That was, like, in the very, like, first six months of it before it really, like, took off. Yeah. What about you? Um... When I worked for About.com, I got two 
book an event at the Sir Francis Drake Hotel in San Francisco. And as somebody who coordinated the event, I got like a swanky room. And they also gave me this blanket that they called like a reading blanket. And it was like the most comfortable, like soft. It was just like the softest, like... I forget what the thread was, but it was, like, the softest reading blanket. And it's very tiny. It's, like, smaller than a bath towel, tiny blanket that you would just, like, drape on your around your arms. And you wouldn't, like, wear it out, but it's, like, something that you would just, like, snuggle up yeah. while reading or just, like, just snuggle with. And it was just the most amazing swag gift that I've ever gotten. That's so fun. I just remember feeling super duper special and then I randomly got something of a similar material from somebody left a blanket out because uh, they were cleaning out their cube I don't even know who did it but it was a VH1 blanket <laughs> similar feel and texture that is like a little bit bigger than I now have that I like literally grabbed off like the free stuff table. I love collecting free stuff table or like old people swag like at their desk that they leave. Also, do you remember like a couple years ago when at, after the holiday party we got like stuffed animals? And I didn't you go to that one. I thought you had one. Did I give it? Why did I feel like, or maybe I brought it to your house and took it? It was like a turkey. Why do I have a memory of like a picture where like I had a stuffed, it was like a stuffed rooster, which I had to throw out in ringworm gate because I gave it to Snooky. And I feel like I have some sort of like, I feel like I have a memory of for some reason was at your house and it was like the stuffed rooster. We all got stuffed like random beanie animals. And then it was like the stuffed rooster giving head to one of your stuffed animals. Oh, I feel Do like... Do you remember they, those? Yeah, no. The you posed them, gave I posed them. Gave head to my Ted doll. I feel like... Did you pose Because I had just... I feel like yeah. I had just gotten my talking Ted doll. That's what it was. So Ted the teddy bear from and the And I Ted came to your movies. apartment, I feel like, after, for some reason, it was at your apartment because yeah. I came over after the party. Okay, guys, this isn't even... No. We just made oh, it explicit. So yeah, that was fun. I loved it. But so that's the swag gift story. Um, so Arya got her selfie stick, which I've also met friends who have gotten that as, like, corporate gift handouts. So not unusual. Um... I think that get your own gum, Claudia, should be the new by Felicia. Get your own (laughs) gum, Claudia. Like I just like get your gum, Claudia. Like I just think that would be fun. Oh my god, I'm gonna say that to someone at work tomorrow. Um, I like the shower Harvey just has fake hands. Yeah. Do you really hands like in drawers? Glove enthusiasts. Yeah. Do we really need fake hands in the drawer? No. Or do we think that, like, she's faking her hand issues? I don't understand. Like, yeah. Oh, I can't move my fingers because I'm, like, secretly the guy. Remember Happy Gilmore where the guy of has course. the wooden hand? Of course. Like, I feel like she's you the wooden hand Happy Gilmore with the wooden hand? Of course. Oh my god, the best um, movie ever. Yeah, I feel like who are you, the fucking Queen of England with like hands in your gloves? Get over yourself. Um, Caleb finds out about Mona's opposition while wearing bright pink lipstick. Amazing. Like when he was looking at the computer and like the 
the glare, I was just like, you're wearing Barbie pink lipstick. Yeah. Like, I His can't. lipstick was on point. Like, it was just so weird. I mean, I'd still make out with him, but it was weird. No, yeah, we'd all think. Um, Aria's hotel, says the hotel closet's bigger than my apartment, which is a true thing. Yep. I feel like. Yep. I will yep. never forget when I went to the London West Hollywood for the first time. Opened the door to the bathroom, and I was like, oh, my God, the bathroom is the size of my entire apartment. <laughs> and I actually took dimensions, because I was that dorky. I, Are like, you serious? I went, That's and, hilarious. like, I, like, measured, like, all right, so this is my 12-inch MacBook, and I measured it, and it was the same size as my apartment. That's hilarious. And I just remember being like, this is the saddest day ever. That's hilarious. But the bathroom is the size of my apartment. Um, so I, I uh, agree with Aria and that assertion. But I also was very weirded out that Aria would find a secret passageway without telling Spencer. Oh, right. What about so that, Team Sparia? What about Team Sparia? Like, why would she get, unless something nefarious happened and someone took I her mean, down the secret passage ladder? That was... What I was thinking about, and the next time on didn't seem like that was the case. Oh my god, but can we talk about the, like, A scene this time? Of course. Oh my god. So A plugs the hard drive in, and it <sighs> plugs into the computer, and Caleb comes up on the computer, and he's like, Hey bitch, who changed the rules now? And we, like, slow clap for an hour. It was, it was like the best. I was like, "Oh was, shit, Caleb!" It was probably oh, the best oh, A scene oh, ever. Shit. Oh, it was like because it every was fucking thing. It was literally like you don't really want to fuck with me. Only and that I trust is me. Like I'm just saying, like it was just so badass that like Caleb was looking so back bad. at A, being like, "Yeah, bitch." Bye. Yeah, it was amazing. It was it was really really crass, really cool. Um, and Tanner's coming in next week. Yeah, Tanner with a new look. She's got yeah. a little bit of a lighter hair. Um, and then I thought it was Hannah and Caleb making out in the next week sneak peek. Oh, yeah, we had to double take, but it was just the Melbourneist of men making out with Ali. <laughs> Like, guys, can someone tell me why Dr. Rollins is sexually appealing? No. No one can. I, I'm very open. Like, I could even see a case of why Lucas is sexually appealing. I've been trying I, to get laid for about two and a half months now. I can see about why anyone's appealing. But, like, Dr. Rollins just wouldn't be on my top five. Two and a half months to only be two and a half months. <laughs> Any hoodle. I would just, I, I just found it so confounding every time I look at Dr. Rollins. Why, like, Allie could have fucked so many hot cops, so many hot dudes, so many hot chicks. Yeah. And now she's going for the Melba Toast of men. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Something's up. Something's happening. There's something there. Um, we didn't see Podhead Friend. We didn't see Ezra this week. Right, right. We will see Ezra next week. Yes. Sorry, I yawned Hopefully. a little bit. We will You're see Ezra next week. Um, 
Oh, and then the other thing that we didn't talk about is that we still believe that Hannah's fiance has a secret family because he's like, sure, we can do whatever you want. We can, we can keep, keep driving. driving. You want to drive past my secret family's house? I'll just hop off for a real quick sec. Just no push reason. my secret son on the swing. It's no secret family reasons. Just I need to get a kombucha. This this is the bodega. That <laughs> just don't worry about it, babe. No, this don't worry about this it. house that looks like a house. No, no, it's totally a kombucha farm. This is a Rite Aid. Oh, actually, that reminds me. Can I one more note? I had that actually when I was rewatching last week's in between last time and this time. Mm-hmm. Hannah texts in the very beginning of the episode. Hannah texts back to the new A. Do I know you? And new A texts back yes, but. Maybe only Hannah knows A, which goes into the whole, like, maybe that Sarah Shower Harvey has a connection to the man. You know what I mean? Like, that could just be a little subtle All thing right. where, like, right. Hannah was the only one who texted, and it was like, yes, you know me, but, like, that could be a, I a, wouldn't be mad at that a at signal all. to, like, Hannah having a twin. And it's like, yeah, Hannah, you know me. The other bitches might and not. And maybe that's why right. Mrs. Marin was more likely to steal right. the drive. Right. Yes. I just like, It's all coming oh, together. It's all happening. Let's make this season all about the Marins. I think it should be. I mean, if any indication is... If last season's any indication, we saw Charlotte staring into the Delantis window, and we saw Shower Harvey in a red coat staring into the Marins yeah. window. So I feel like it's setting us up for a Marin-centric season. Um, again, I want to call her Shocker Harvey. Great. I... Also, just like, what is the significance of shocker? What sticking two fingers, one of the pink, two of the stick. Two of the pink, shocker. I mean, shocker Harvey. I mean, like, why? What is she a Felicia? Is she a red herring? Is she a tie that binds? Did <sighs> Mona kill Charlotte? But shocker. Is Woo. more intricately involved. I, I just like guys. It makes me upset to think about it because I feel like she, if she's a red herring, then there's a lot wrong with this season. But I mean, it might be true. But wouldn't it be a damn shame? I would be I devastated can't. if she wasn't more intricately involved. And also, hashtag, forget. what the fuck is up with Bethany? Hashtag, never forget Bethany. Hashtag, never forget Toby's mom. Hashtag, did you see on Toby's Snapchat this week, he did like 11 snaps about a song to his cat? It was so lovely. Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, he was singing the song to his good cat. For good for him. Um, do we have any other final no, thoughts? I have nothing. I feel like I just... Need to collect my thoughts. I need to like eat some popcorn and watch this episode again. Or you shouldn't eat popcorn. You should eat the rest of the salami we like. So, oh my god, we got guys. We ate the whole salami that we like. There's a little the bit left. Worst salami is just the best. There's a little nub left um, in the fridge for you. Where is Arya going? In if I threaten your cabernet and poured maybe a little bit more for myself. Yeah, sure. What? Um. Where do you think that Arya's going? And where do you think the mystery is? Down the ladder hall? Yeah. I think she's going down the ladder and she will find um, a new lair. I think she'll find the Babysitter's Club. 
Say hello to your friends, friends, babysitters club. Say hello to your friends, babysitters club. Say hello. That would be like a delight. Stacy had diabetes, just like she used to. Claudia would totally hook up with Emily. I was like, well, I like (laughs) Stacy, and then I like Claudia. She like I felt like I was more of a dog. Really? Oh, the California spirit. Um, Ain't nobody gonna. Tie me down. Yeah, no, uh, I feel you. I feel you. I like that Claudia, Claudia was artsy and liked um, junk food, but I felt like something was, like, whiny about her. This is my memory, like, 15 years yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. But right. I really, for some reason, connected to Stacy. I can't articulate why, just something connected. And I always – I never have wanted kids – but based on my love for Stacy from Babysitter's Club, I was always like, I don't want kids, but if I had to just name someone in my life, for some reason, I would name them Stacy. I was like, Stacy. I like that. Right? I always, if I ever had a kid, wanted to name them Morose. No way! It's a word that means sad. But I liked the idea of calling them, it's like a slang for my rose. That, that's what I always thought of. That's cute. My um, mom almost named my little sister Debris until she realized it meant Debris. But if you don't so, think about the meaning, it's like fun. Yeah, that's exactly debris. what I was thinking. Yeah. But um, that's probably why I shouldn't have kids. Yeah. Um, but thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for listening. Everyone's doing great. We're going to finish off the salami, and we're going to see you next week. Um, watch Younger, watch Teachers, follow TV Land, so that I feel like my life has meaning for never sleeping and always working. Just follow me on Snapchat at the Chelsea White. It gives me meaning. Yeah. That too. (laughs) See you next week. Bye. Bye! Would anyone like a glass of Cabernet?